It's the best. The best. The best of Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 1031. So how late does your child's extracurricular activity event go? 855-400-9475. Chelsea, over to you. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't that bad. It's not that it's like... We were at the baseball field last night. Bridgie had a game. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. And it's not like the game ended that late. Right. I think it was like a little after. No, I don't even freaking remember. 7.30-ish, something like that. So you figured 7.30, 8 o'clock, something like that. It's like that late. It's before 8, but it's the rest of the. (laughs) It's not like you're at home. Right. And you just turn around and you're like, okay, good night, everybody. Thanks for coming. All right. (laughs) Close the front door. Love you. Good night. Bye-bye. You know, it's all the other things, so you're going to love this. I get in the car last night. We left Vale with my mom. Right. Vale went and had a little play date at Dee Dee's house so that we weren't really distracted for the game so I could sit down. I missed his game on Saturday because of rib. So I was like, I want to be able to watch this whole game. So we go. It was a nail-biter right down to the end. They won. It was awesome. Yay! It was amazing. Was that was that all the stadium? <sighs> Actually, no. It was parents, so we were all crazy. Oh my god, yeah! Like just psychotic. What position does he play? They're like five and six. Um, well, they like you know they rotate him out. So um, he played first base last night. He played second base. He played left center. Um, he's okay, the, so he's, he goes all over. The he's place. the leadoff hitter. All right. So you know. He's, it's, like, adorable to watch him, like, come out and, like, start the game. You know, a little leadoff hitter coming out a little. Is this just Puffy? He's adorable. He's <laughs> just hilarious. But, you know, had a couple runs, had a couple good plays, and, and it, it was great. The kid, their their team was just freaking adorable. They had, like, quite the little comeback and won, and it was great. But so I'm. I love the fact you're describing his entire baseball team as adorable. They're adorable. Oh, they're so cute. Have you, I mean, come on. When you see, like, these five five and six-year-olds. Uh, I get it. I get and it. And they can crush a ball. I mean, literally, like, some of the kids on his team, I mean, they are hitting it. So I'm like, how? You're, you're like a little cup of Capote. I don't understand how that's happening. It's amazing. Um, they're so cute. So what Bridge, after, you know, a big game and a, and a win. Mm, right. Wanted to go to Taco Bell. Oh, God. I, I promise I wouldn't do this. Okay. <laughs> but I'm so proud. <laughs> he is my son. Now, you're not proud. You're happy he wanted to go to Taco Bell. And proud. <laughs> and proud. I'm like. Because Mama gets a Mexican pizza. Oh, my God. Mama getting all the Mexican pizza. And I'm like, what is it, Bridge? Your favorite place to go to celebrate Taco Bell? <laughs> and I look over at Bo and Bo's just like. Jesus. I'm like, <laughs> like, this is a win for me. It's just, it's him. He had the victory. This is what he... I, my hands are tied on this one. Well, I can't help it. If this is what he wants, this is what he wants. I'm so sorry. Uh, so I was like, he's like, all right, I'll go get Taco Bell. We'll meet you at home. And so I'm driving along home <laughs> thinking about my Mexican pizza. Right. Thanks to Bridgie's victory. I'm like, God, yeah, I'm gonna, in 20 minutes, I'm going to have a Mexican pizza in my face. So I get home. Let the dog out. Do a couple things around the house. In comes, in comes Bridge and Bo. They put the the Taco Bell down, and I am like pff, digging into my first slice of Mexican pizza. Happy oh my victory, God, Happy this, victory, Bridge. This is amazing. It's almost eight forty-five, and damn it, we're still not. No one is winding down in this house yet. No one is. Where's Vale? Huh. <laughs> Oh, 
we forgot your speaking, sister. Speaking of no one, we're at one. <laughs> all right, I got Ka- one. Caden, Caden, raise your hand. You, Bridge, raise your hand. Bo, Tiki, you're here. Damn it, I forgot Vail. <laughs> I forgot my daughter. <laughs> I always like have my mom drop her back off to us, but <laughs> me being the oh no, mom, I'll come get her. I literally had called my mom like 20 minutes before, and I was just like. No, mom, it's fine. I'll I'll come get her. Don't worry. And then on the way to Dee's house, my house just happens to come first. And I was like, Oh, look, there's my house. There's my guard gate. Bye bye. So I looked. I looked at my Mexican pizza, and I looked at my and I looked at Bo. Oh, that's gonna be cold when you get back. And, <clears throat> no, it's not, because I took it with me. <laughs> oh my God, this is getting so much better. I love you, and I'm you're welcome. Oh, this is like you're giving me Christmas presents. I know it's it's a it's a far commute to my mom's house. It's about three and a half minutes, <laughs> six round trip, but long enough for me to miss my Mexican pizza. So, my Mexican pizza decided to join me <laughs> and ride shotgun. Oh my God, this is the best story ever. <laughs> so I go, so I go, and I like pull into my I'm like pull into my mom's house. <laughs> The, the guard sees me, like, doesn't even stop, just waves me. They're like, hey, buddy, get hello. Hey, hey. Something Mexican pizza in your face. Oh, hell yeah. I come in hot to my mom's. Don't even turn the car off. Get out. I'm like, Bill, let's go. Wrap it up. I got a bean burrito back at the house. This Mexican pizza's almost done. It's time to move it, sister. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. You're welcome. That was... <laughs> Happy Tuesday, friend. I mean, uh, you know what? You can take the next half hour off. That's the fact. The fact that you forgot your daughter was even that distracted bad. by the Mexican pizza. I'm telling you, this thing has a, a crazy effect on me. First of all, first of all, I was gonna take the victory. The fact that you could have a Mexican pizza and you didn't have to go park by the dumpster and eat it. I know. So, it's, in, it's out in the open now. It's in the open. It's this, in the open. So you got a Mexican pizza. You forgot your daughter, but you took the Mexican pizza with you. Oh yeah, it's portable. It is transportable. <laughs> Listen, I've eaten it next to a dumpster. I can eat it while driving down the, oh, driving God. Down the street. No problem. <sighs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you've ever forgotten your child, 855-400-9475. Everybody has drama. Some people like sharing it on the radio. Can we have one morning without all the drama? That's why we have Forgive and Forget with Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. When you and Bo got married, how big was the photographer budget of the wedding? We had a really good photographer. Yeah, we had a good photographer. Our pi- our pictures were awesome. And when, very important on the wedding day. Huge, right? Yeah. Well, we have we have Bridget on the phone. Bridget, you just got married. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It was- now, what happened at your wedding with the pictures? Well, so we had a very, very private wedding in Cabo. Ooh, and nice. Yeah, it was, it was a destination wedding, and I haven't posted any pictures yet because, I, well, I haven't received them from the professional, like... Oh, yeah, you haven't gotten them back? Yeah, not yet, which, you know, is annoying, but what's really annoying is my husband's best friend, Andrew, posted an entire album of the whole trip, including the wedding details and ceremony. And, like, some of the pictures aren't very flattering. And he posted them all, like, anyway. Like, no, you don't do that. 
So I, I messaged him and asked him to take him down, and he hasn't. So, like, now I I really need to get a hold of him and actually get him to do what I need him to do. And I've tried, and he hasn't. So, wait, you have, like, he posted pictures of this whole vacation, but some of them are you, like, actually during the wedding ceremony, and you were waiting for the actual more professional pictures. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, he, he was taking pictures as if he was the photographer. Oh, and and he posted all of them, and it's like, can we not be the photographer at my wedding? That's, these are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, he, not, I'm not retouched. Look at this lighting. It's crap. I get that. Okay. He didn't even talk to you about it? No. What about, like, what about your husband? Did you ask him? Yep. Well, because he's posting pictures of his entire trip. So he's, you know, like, you know, when you guys were, what, I'm assuming, like, happy hours on the beach or out snorkeling or doing whatever it is you were doing in Cabo, and it just so happened that in those albums are, you know, pictures of the wedding. Yeah. Um, all right, so you want us to call Andrew and uh, try to convince him to take the pictures down until you can put up the hand-picked professional pictures. Correct. Sounds about right. Yeah. Well, this so, should be a walk in the I park. This should be fun. All right. Well, Bridget, can you hold on a second? Yes. Yes. No problem. All right. Hold on a second. We'll get Andrew on the phone. All right. Hold on a sec. I mean, he's not going to get this. Uh-huh. Guys don't get. The guys don't get this. Well, I mean, he's to him it was a vacation, right? Right. It was a vacation, one hundred percent. To her, I, I feel like she'd probably be okay if he left the vacation pictures up. She just wants the the wedding photos that the first wedding photos that people who weren't there see. Right. She wants to be. The pretty ones. Right. The nice ones where she looks stunning and she's not like sweating and like fixing her hair in a ser- you know what I mean? Like not a good angle or something. Okay. All right. We'll call Andrew here in just a second and see if we can convince him to take him down. It's New Country 1031. You're a bride. You just got married. You're having fun at the reception. You're doing keg stands. That was me. Maybe a couple jello shots. It's fine. Shots luge. But before the uh, photos come back, your husband's friend posts his pictures of the wedding online. Right, before, like, the professional nice ones come back. Like, you don't look as, uh... You might not be as photoshopped or as airbrushed as you wanted to be. <laughs> which we understand. But this is a... Is this a girl thing or not? You know, I... I people posted pictures of, like, when Bo and I got married, people posted pictures of us at our wedding before our professional pictures came back. Right. Didn't Didn't bother me. It didn't bother me. But... I can see where she's coming from if it's, like, not flattering picture of you, not your best, wasn't the best angle. Right. You know, maybe you're, like, a hot mess. It was, like, a sweaty situation, Cabo. I don't know. Well, that's what's happening to Bridget. She just got married in Cabo, private, and then uh, Andrew, a uh, friend of her husband, posted the picture. So let's. Uh, she's on hold. Let's get Andrew on the phone here. Hello. Hey, we're looking for Andrew. Hi there. Hey, Andrew, it's Tim and Chelsea over at New Country 1031. How you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing all right. Hey, listen, uh, reason why we're calling, dude, uh, you just took a vacation to Cabo because uh, we, it came into our news feed here in the studio. Looked like an amazing time. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> how do you know that? Were you at a wedding? I was, yeah. 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 Well, uh, we have the bride, uh, Bridget, on the phone. Bridget, you there? Oh, yeah. Hi, I am. All right, Bridget, uh, Andrew's on the phone, so uh, go ahead. Uh, so, Andrew, um, why have you been posting these pictures? I really need you to take them, them down. 
Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not quite understanding what's what's going on here. You posted pictures of my entire wedding, and some of them aren't flattering. Some of them don't look good. I have a professional photographer. I don't need you to be posting pictures of my wedding. I've asked you multiple times. I've reached out if you could take them down, and you haven't. So here we are, and I need you to take them down. <laughs> you you reached out. You made like a comment about it. I'm I'm I don't know, I'm sorry. I don't understand. My you're you're airing beef on the radio right now. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's, yep, what's that's exactly right. Yep, nailed it. Because I posted fo- I didn't post photos of your wedding. I posted photos of my vacation, of which I happened to go to your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> the bride just Whoa. happens to be in the background. If you could take the ones of the wedding portion that have me in them, I would appreciate that because I have a professional photographer. I didn't need like pictures that you took online of my wedding. Okay, well, I, <laughs> I would love to see these professional photos because I've been waiting on them too. I, I thought it looked pretty good. Oh my God, I love him. They are on their way, uh, but now nobody's going to really look at them because they've already looked at yours. So No, that's not true, honey. People will still want to look at yours. Yours are like the professional ones of your first look and all that stuff. No. Andrew? Listen, listen. I, <laughs> you've made it uh, loud and clear in ways that I don't think uh, are logically sound, but uh, you want me to take them down? I will take them down. I will take down any photos of you in them. I'm not taking down my, my post. That's that's me. That's I. <laughs> There's photos of me on my page. Well, let me let me put it into dude terms, Andrew. She doesn't like the way that she looks as the bride in your pictures, and the ones that professionally were taken probably make her look better. Is that is that kind of right? Yeah, yeah. I I don't. Yes, I I hired somebody professionally, and I don't need my ceremony that you took pictures of online. Bridget, you look fine. No, nope. you look absolutely fine. You're not getting the okay, point. You just please just take them off. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. It doesn't seem like we needed this whole rigmarole, but okay. Oh, I think we did. It was very entertaining. <laughs> glad, glad somebody had fun. <laughs> All <laughs> right. All right. Well, you just take down the pictures with Bridget in them, and then keep the rest of them. Okay. Yeah. So- and then, and then when when I get the social media approval, you can send me a Dropbox link. How about that? <laughs> Okay. Perfect. Then you know which one's to post. You guys have fun. Andrew, uh, can't can't wait to see the rest of your vacay photos. And Bridget, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. All right. We'll talk, talk to you guys later, okay? Okay. All right. Bye now. Bye. Yeah, that that that's gonna be a burden on the old friendship. I mean, he doesn't care. I it's fine. I he, don't think it's a big he doesn't deal. get it. But he doesn't care. He'll he'll take him down. Not a big deal. It's New Country 1031. And now back to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. Finish this sentence. My first car was blank. It could be a type of car, or it could be an adjective describing your car. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 855-400-9475. Call or text right now. All right. Text coming in on the text line. Sue said she's gotten a 1972 V-Dub Super Beetle. Oh, those are cool. I would have liked one of those. Those are really cool. Those are really cool. Lori uh, said, my first car was a 1980 Toyota Celica, and my door was screwed shut because every time you turned a corner... The door would fly open. <laughs> and then we'd have to start crawling through the window like NASCAR drivers. All right, everybody to the pit. To the pit. <laughs> Let's bow duke this thing. Because you 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 guys just got Jonah. We, yeah, we okay. well, it's Jonah and Shaughnessy because they're gonna use this car 
until like Jonah goes to college and then we'll get another one and then Shaughnessy will take that one to college probably. Um, which of course they're listening on the bus right now and they just heard that and they got really excited. So yesterday We got them a new car, but they're on the bus. No, 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 no. The word new is nowhere near describing this car. This is an old car. We got them a uh 2011 Chevy Cruze. All right. So it's got like 105,000 miles on it. Uh, but it was a super prize. So they, we found it. Yeah. With the keys in it. Right. <laughs> we'll take it. Once we put the fire out, it was great. I oh mean, my it, God. It's like brand new. I, we just drive it with the windows down. That stench will go away finally. Um, so we brought it home yesterday. And so Jonah and Shaughnessy were out playing with all the gadgets and all that sort of stuff. Right. And then Jonah took Shaughnessy on a drive around the neighborhood. I just got a text from Karen. She just drove it for the first time. She goes, I love this. I might want this one. They can have mine. Stop it. So they're excited. <laughs> they're very excited. They're yes, super they're very excited. excited. Well, because it, with two potential more drivers in the house, yeah, I mean, you're, two right cars now, are not going to cut it. You're a taxi driver. I get it. Right. I'm a taxi driver. Right. Between, it, between you going from uh, Boynton all the way up to, to West Palm. Yeah. Right. I mean, so it just made sense. For us to pick this car up and and plus the fact that if like say Jonah has to go downtown or something like that, like he's got a track meet coming up in Boca, mm-hmm. I don't want him driving a half ton truck down in Boca. Right. I mean I mean I have a hard time driving a half ton truck down in Boca and it's my truck. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I mean it's just it's just very crowded and all that stuff. I'd rather have him in a smaller so, vehicle. But we're like transitioning into He's going to be driving now more. He's going to be like, oh, yeah. he's going to be taking his girlfriend out on dates in the car. Let's, we... let's not jump the, oh, let's not God, jump the horse here. Such slow movers. Let's just... <laughs> Would you quit? The kid is listening right now. Could I you... don't care. Jonah, get the car and go. Your parents are going to have to cut the cord here eventually. First of all, for him to drive another person, uh, another kid in the car, he has to be 17. Which, which he, he is. Which he just turned 17 which he Sunday. he is. Jonah. Oh, crap. Get out while you can. <laughs> get the keys. You're allowed to. Go, buddy. Fly. But, I mean. Fly, little bird. Th- this car for them, I mean, I actually think it's a pretty decent car. It's like, awesome. My first car was a 1986 baby blue Dodge Aries K car. It, it was awful. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Laugh it up. All Sorry. Right? Uh, Chick magnet, you betcha. Come here, uh, ladies. Uh, hey, ladies. Uh, How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go cruising in my K car? <laughs> Zero to sixty in a week and a half. <laughs> I can come pick you up. I'll be there in five hours. You live twenty minutes. You no, know, why don't you walk over to my house and we'll take the car from here? How about that? <laughs> Would that be fine? Yeah, it was a oh, it was man. a horrible car, and I think my dad got it for like a hundred bucks, and he's like. Uh, you know what? I feel uh, I feel really good about this purchase, Timothy. You're gonna be safe in this sucker. What? Fucking new announcement! This thing folds like an accordion. Dad, there's no doors. Yeah, well, your mother. You have to take the wheel out of the glove box. Your mother and I paid $105 for this sucker, and uh, you know what? I think it's worth every penny of it. That's great. You go, you go ahead. Hey, lay on that horn, would you? Okay. Make sure you bring your boombox. Radio doesn't work. You know a couple tunes in your head? You're going to have to hum them because the radio the radio's not there. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So what was your first car? 855-400-9475.
Um, you now wait a second. Let's get well, to your story on. in a second. Yeah. Because you said your first car was complicated. It's complicated. How is it complicated? Don't worry. It will make sense in a second. <sighs> All right. But I've got some great text messages coming in too of we'll, people's first cars. We'll I love it. Get to your calls and texts here in just a second. What was your first car? 855-400-9475. New country. This is Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. So what was your first car? 855-400-9475. Karen and I have purchased a car for Jonah and Shaughnessy. It's going to be both of their cars. Technically, it's mine. But they're going to use that sucker. I mean, and it's a nice car. It's a 2011 Chevy Cruze has got 105,000 miles on it. It's one of those, it's your. It's a first car car right. kind of thing. Right. Um, so what was your first car? Michelle, how about you? It was a 93 Mustang. Ooh, that's that fun. Had, well, here's the thing. Um, the hood didn't stay down, so oh. we used a bungee cord to keep the hood down. Oh, dear God. And the bungee cord failed one day, <laughs> so uh, we were going down the road, and the hood flew up right over the sunroof and shattered the sunroof all over us. <sighs> We used telephone cords to strap the hood back down. Well, your parents really uh, weren't concerned about your safety, huh? Uh, well, I was 18 and had moved out because I knew everything. So this was a car that my boyfriend Except safety. <laughs> um, we had a shoelaces tying the front bumper on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And in order to get it to start, I worked at TGI Fridays and... Um, there was something wrong with the starter, so I had to carry a hammer, and I would have to crawl under the car. I would have to actually what the the hell? to start it, and I would crawl under the car and hit the starter with a hammer while some stranger sat in my car turning the key. Can I and ask then, you? Oh, my God. How did you survive? I swear, this, all this sounds so dangerous. Can I ask you a dangerous. question? At one point, did any red flag go off upstairs and say, hey, this probably isn't the best decision in life? Or safest. I was 18. I didn't have any red flags going on at that time. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I am scared. At, at 18, when the bungee cord failed, you're just like, yeah, that bungee cord didn't do it. Go get me the go get me the telephone cord. That's that's going to be. That'll, that should work. That's the fixer. Oh, my God. Have a, I'm so glad that you're okay. Have a great day. Thanks so much for the call. Oh, my gosh. Some of these text messages have me in stitches. Carline Liz here. Uh, my first car was a Datsun. My neighbor was junking it, and when I said I would take it, she charged me fifty dollars. The roof. <laughs> oh, you want my trash? Oh We're my gonna God. have to pay up. Hold on. The roof and gear shift was held together by duct tape, and you could see the ground. The you first. You could see the ground. <laughs> the first. <laughs> no, no, let me get through. Oh, it looks like we're going pretty fast. The first snowstorm in New York. Circa 1996, it wouldn't even make it up the hill, so I just left it. <laughs> you guys are killing me here. Well, I mean, that's the that's the whole thing. The first car, the first car stories. Uh, Bernardo just texted it and said, uh, "I had a 1992 Wrangler. There was a two inch gap between the roof and the door. I lived in Northeast Indiana, so it snowed inside my car." That is not okay. Uh, hey, get the shovel. We got to shovel out my car. Sorry. it's Oh, God. And it's a little wet in there, too. Sun must have come out. Uh, Samantha said, 1990 Bronco, too, was my 18th birthday gift. Okay, Bronco. That's amazing. I love that. Had to learn to drive stick, stri- uh, stick shift in order to drive it. Oh, and my dad had to have them put an AC in it because it didn't come with one. Oh, oh, oh bro. 
Love that car. Those are amazing. Welcome to Florida. You're listening to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. All right, Chelsea's first car was quote unquote complicated. We'll get to that story here in just a second. How your first car can be complicated, I have no idea. Just wait and hold my parents' beer. But what was your first car? Kim, what about you? Chrysler New Yorker, a maroon Chrysler New Yorker. And I worked for a law firm, and it was under garage parking. Not a lot of room for a humongous boat. Right. There was maroon paint on, there was maroon paint on every post. Ah. Every, every uh it was, it was, uh, Kim had been there. So you left oh, a little God. bit of your car everywhere. A little bit everywhere. Kim's been here. Oh, look, it's oh, like yeah. following, like, breadcrumbs. <laughs> it didn't matter either. I didn't, didn't worry. It was a junker, so, but. Look, Kim's been here, here, look. here, and here. Kim's been here. Look at that McDonald's. <laughs> Kim's been here three times today. That's nice. <laughs> Kim, have a great day. Thanks for the call. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my God. Text coming in the text line. April said, 199, oh, sorry, 1979. Sorry, I had some years. Pontiac Le Mans. Is that how you say that? Yeah. And when you would roll down the window, the door would fly open on the driver's side <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> and my dad didn't believe me until I actually almost fell out of the car. And he was like, oh, my God, you weren't lying about you that. You weren't lying about that door opening. Wow. Jill had a 79 AMC Hornet. And she said it had such extreme carriage rust that it couldn't pass Florida inspection. And actually, later, it was used in an armed robbery in Fort Pierce. <laughs> the dealership <laughs> forgot to switch her name out on the trade-in. <laughs> me, man. Your first car was used in an armed robbery. Armed robbery. <laughs> That's oh my God, amazing. I can't breathe. Ah. I can't be breathe. Uh, Patrick said, my first car was a 2009 Hyundai Tiburon. Am I butchering these names, y'all? Sorry. When we got the car, only one of the speakers was working. So a few months after getting it, I decided to replace the speakers and the radio, only to be told by the guy installing it that the previous owner had installed the radio themselves and had hooked everything up with scotch tape. Oh, my God. <laughs> the scotch tape. You cannot deal with these. That's because, you know, when you're dealing with electrical wiring, you probably want to go. Tape. Scotch tape is the answer. Scotch Don't tape. do the electrical tape. Make sure you do it with scotch tape. Oh, my God. All right, wait, wait. All right, before we go any further, yeah. how was your first car complicated? So... My first car was complicated because on my 15th birthday, not 16, I was 15. Right. Um, I walked outside. It was the morning of my birthday, and my parents were like, come on outside. We have a surprise for you. And I'm like, I'm thinking I got like a new lacrosse stick or a goal or something like that. Pony. Bike. Something's outside, right? I'm 15. So I walk out, and there is this SUV, this big it was an Infiniti QX4. It was like the big Infiniti SUV. Right. And it had like this huge red bow on it and like a nameplate with my initials. And I just, I was confused. I was very, very confused. All right. So I looked at my parents and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm 15. And, and they're like, look what we got you. We got you a brand new car. And I'm just like, Right. Once again, I'm 15. Uh, the bow, it love, it's a really nice bow. I just am very confused right now. I'm 15. I can't drive a car yet. And they're like, well, here's what we did. We got this car so that you could learn to drive on it all year long. Look at that. Ta-da. So they got you a car to learn on. And I go, no, you didn't. This is a 
car for dad. This is dad's new car. You have literally bought a car for dad, slapped a shiny bow on it, and gone, let's just tell Chelsea it's for her. That's awesome. Which was hilarious and cute because I really do think, in all honesty, they were attempting to, like, give me a I just thought it was really odd. I was like, I for no 15-year-old should ever have a car to learn to drive on. They should learn to drive on their parents' car, which is what it was, Dad. You bought yourself a car and pretended it was for me. Let's be honest with ourselves here 30 years later. So, long That's story. That's pretty spectacular. It was great. I, I don't know, but if you're listening... Kudos. Great move. Right. Well played. No, no, no. We didn't get you anything because we got you a car. Because I was going to say. 15. And what was it, an Infinity? It was a big, it was a big, it was a really gorgeous. I mean, it was like a brand new. I mean, an new, Infinity SUV for your first car? Sick. I'm like. It was sick. What were they thinking? No, it was so nice. But also, it was big. And I, and when I was 15, I was very small. I was a very little human. I really was, I really was, really wanted a smaller car just to feel safer in. So, <laughs> so I, I thought having check. this. Big, I want, you know, like, I grew up driving like a Jeep. My dad always had Jeeps until he bought himself this Infiniti QX4. Um, so I, I really always thought I was going to get, like, a like a smaller Jeep or something. But then as, you know, I was turning 16, I did want something smaller. So, of course, as I as 16 rolls around, um, my dad ended up keeping the car that was for me. Right. And I got a different car. Because I was going to say, we're, we're listening to stories about... Hoods flying up, no. driver's door nope. opening, nope. cars used in armed robberies. Right, no. <laughs> yep, no. That, those are the types of cars that parents get their kids. Right, yeah, exactly. My, my, my parents got me a brand new car when I was 15 <laughs> to learn on, but honestly, it was totally for my dad. See, parents get their kids a car that goes, you know what, if you survive the next couple of years, your next car should be spectacular. <laughs> Good luck. Make sure you buckle up. <laughs> Top three things is next. This new country 1031. Three things you need to know to start your day with Tim and Chelsea. Scientists have finally figured out why we are afraid of clowns. What's the eye roll for? So glad we're wasting like our hard-earned invested money on that research. We'll have that story for you here in just a second. Don't worry, we've taken care of everything else. Let's go back to one. Top three things you need to know for your Tuesday. Uh, yesterday, Hoda Kotb uh, finally made it back onto the set of the Today Show. She had been uh, off the show because she was caring for one of her kids who was in ICU. My youngest, Hope, was in the ICU for a few days and in the hospital for a little more than a week. I'm so grateful she's home yeah. and we are watching her closely. I'm just so happy. I'm grateful for the doctors at Wild Cornell who were amazing and the nurses. And I'm grateful to my family and I'm grateful to friends like you who were there every single day. So I want to say thank you for that. I really, I love you. I love you too. Thank you. You have a lot of friends out there. Um, wow, that's that's parents' worst nightmare right there. Worst nightmare ever. And there was just so much speculation going on because she wasn't giving a lot of information of why she'd been, you know, off the Today Show and off the show. But happy that she's back, happy that her kiddo's okay because that is absolutely parents' worst nightmare. Oh, uh, absolutely. Um, all right. Jeff Bezos, the Beesers. Um, he got himself a new uh, a new boat. It's a little thing. Was it 415 feet long? Or something. <laughs> 400 plus feet. It cost 500 million dollars. This boat is so large, and they're just they're they're taking it out and test driving it right now. 417 foot sailing yacht. It's a 417 foot sailboat. That's that's a lot of sail. 
lot of sail. The boat is so big, not kidding, it comes with its own support yacht. Well, it needs a friend. You get lonely out there by yourself. The boat has an emotional support yacht. It has a separate companion boat. He has his papers. He's fine. <laughs> He's with me. The support yacht has a helipad. Let's wrap our heads around that again. The support yacht. Well, where else are you going to land it? I don't think you could have landed it on the sailboat. Well, Honestly, he, doesn't the sailboat he doesn't want a helicopter on his good boat. like it, it could hold the sailboat. That's what you need the support yacht for. Um, I it, get it. His, his main boat comes with a pool. Can't see it outside, so I got to assume inside. that it's inside the boat somewhere. That's weird. $500 million. And it just begs to ask the question, how much did the support yacht cost? Because that's probably, if you could afford a boat, you probably aspire to have something like the support yacht. And you call that, that's my yacht. It's 250 feet of the, support. The support yacht? Uh-huh. The support yacht is 250 feet don't, long? Don't yell at me. I didn't build it. What the hell do you need? 250 feet? You just, you have a 450 foot boat right here. The helipad. <laughs> it's, it's also, it's where the refrigerators are. It's where they keep the groceries. It's where the beer fridge is. It's where, go, go. Hey, bring up the support yacht. We need another six six pack up here. <laughs> so stupid. Come on, let's go. Let's go. This beer isn't going to deliver itself. <laughs> um. All right. We have finally figured out why people are afraid of clowns. Scientists have done some research. An attribute of many clowns is their unwavering dedication to sticking with one emotion. They wear their emotions like a mask with painted on makeup, and you don't really know what's going on underneath. This creates something called de-individuation, which is when an individual's identity is obscured. Mm -hmm. See, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, doctor. Uh, it must be de-individuation. Right. They're wearing a mask, which means you can't individually see them. We're gonna de-individuate them. All right, awesome. <laughs> Could you conjugate that, please? God. Ah, uh, let's use that in a sentence. I was, you know what? I was just like out on Friday night and I was like just de-eventuating. Like, I was just like, look, I don't want anybody to like see who I really am inside. So I am like, I am so de-eventuating. They're tonight. just saying because Oh God, I'm using fancy words. I'm a doctor. Because <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, you are killing me today. God, it's just dumb. They're saying because the clown only displays one face of emotion happy sad no, murder my god yeah they're just they're just individuating individuating <laughs> what up doctor you just make up a word again yep oh, what just... is 15 d individualized by oh, 3 god <laughs> if oh let me get my calculator out if i take 300 well, how long is Jeff Bezos' boat? 417 individuated, <laughs> de-individuated by a companionship boat. I get 210. That's the de-individuation we're looking for. And that means the clown has five apples and will be in Cincinnati at 2.30 <laughs> to go on a killing spree. And now, Tim and Chelsea present... A Florida man now faces charges... Only in Florida. <laughs> Something crazy like that can happen. Florida man. He's a man from Florida on New Country 1031. And this is your chance to go check out Walker Hayes. Uh, not only a great guy, but puts on a great show as well, too. Awesome. Yeah. Great show. 855-400-9475. All you have to do is be the first person to tell us of these three stories. Who is the man from Florida? All right. We have two ding-dongs stealing a bunch of stuff from a Sam's Club. 
but getting caught 10 miles away because they had to stop to recharge their Tesla. <laughs> I, you know what? There's no need for jokes. Like you just it's just charge, beautiful as it is. You gotta check your charge before you commit a crime. It's just, my, I don't know. My battery's out. I'm sorry. Next, we have a woman accused of using her aunt's debit card to make 130 purchases from DoorDash, more than $12,000 worth of food. That's a lot of food. That's a lot of food. That's a lot. How, how, girl, what space of time? Does it say? No, 130 purchases, though. That's. Round about 75. I mean, she should have gone, hey, wait a second. Odd. You know what? I keep keep getting these charges for DoorDash, and I'm not getting any food. This is odd. I don't remember the last time I used DoorDash, yet I've ordered 93 times. And last but not least, we have a conundrum. Fleeing motorist flipping off police. Before speeding into an intersection and getting T-boned and then trying to run away on foot. Ah. Giant Momo. <laughs> Did he pass the guy's charge on the Tesla? <laughs> Walker Hayes tickets. Who do you think is the man from Florida? I just love that story. I know you I know. love that story so much. I know you know. It's New Country 1031. This is a man from Florida on New Country 1031. Hi, New Country 1031. Who's this? This is Paul. Paul, your chance for Walker Hayes tickets. A man from Florida, hear your stories. All right. We have two ding-dongs stealing a bunch of stuff from a Sam's Club but getting caught 10 miles away when they stopped to recharge their Tesla. A woman accused of using her aunt's debit card to make 130 purchases from DoorDash to the tune of more than $12,000 worth of food. And then we have a fleeing motorist flipping off police before running into the intersection and getting T-boned and then trying to get away on foot. All right, who do you think is the man from Florida for Walker Hayes tickets? I think it's number three. Number three, T-boned in the intersection. That is correct. Nice job. Very nice. You'll never catch me. That's just like karma at its finest. Paul, that means you're going to Walker Hayes. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Hold on line. Have a great day, and thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, you too. Thank you. Okay. It's the best. The best. The best. Of- Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 1031.